This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast with Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is the Riddler Vaughn Diddler. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Damn it. We're not Sorry. doing that. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is not the Riddler Vaughn Diddler. He is formerly promo code Ron Vaughn D. He's also known across this great land as Davey Deep Dick. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I'm good now. Now that I'm not Riddler Vaughn Diddler. That's that's a step in the right direction, I would say. First time we've run into that issue. Yeah. I try to make them topical. I try to make them very topical. Right. Sure. That one was apparently too topical. They don't all work. Okay. <laughs> they, they don't. Listen, they're not all gold. They're not all winners, folks, no. but uh, thanks for tuning in on a special uh, Sunday night because Davey is going to an advanced screening of the film on Monday night, that lucky son of a gun. That so, of a gun. well, Ugh. you you have to go to team building exercise 99 tomorrow, right? That's right. So That's right. So the team will be stronger. Mm-hmm. You'll have seen the film. And then I believe starting next week, we'll be back to our normal Mondays. I know yes. last week we were a Tuesday, this week's a Sunday. People like consistency and we have thrown a real wrench into that over the last yeah well somebody had to be fucking big shot and be on tv so right and it it weren't me this is a face for radio no (laughs) (laughs) well anyway uh you know i'm sporting a nice uh revolution jersey i want to thank the new england revolution for sending this to me this is their new kit well that's what they call it that's right you can't kit and boots right so you you don't have cleats you have boots Got boots. They yep. did not send me a pair of boots. Well, his boots are part of the kit, right? I don't know. Like, yeah, like the whole getup is the kit. Mm-hmm. I, just, I like the jersey. I'm a sucker. Something people don't know a lot about me. I love soccer jerseys. What is you do love soccer? Is that true? Well, now, what is your rule on jerseys? So I know you and I are of the same cut from the same cloth. Not to, not to, no pun intended. But I will not wear a jersey of somebody younger than me. Same. That is that my seems like a session. golden rule. Yeah. I, I love jerseys. I will never be the, oh, my God, you're too old to wear a jersey. I'll wear a jersey forever. Basketball jerseys are great at the beach. They're great in the summertime. Football jerseys, if you're going to a game, you're hanging out at a bar, you're you're drinking with buddies. I'm all for it. Every jersey I own, which is still probably an embarrassing high number, mm-hmm. are all older people. So they got, at this point, they got to be throwbacks. Or we were talking about this on the air the other day. There's like five NFL guys that are older than me. So I could wear like yeah. a. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Robbie Gold. <laughs> See, I think I'm done. I think Tom Brady. No, there's like a yeah, Robbie Gold. I think is older. There's I someone. There's a guy. Oh, what's his name? Who's gonna retire? Andrew Whitworth. I think you could have worn. Yes. So um, I, there's nobody over 40 right, right now in the NFL anymore, right? Uh right. But also, so for the soccer jersey, my thing is I've not been to a lot of countries, but the sure. countries I have gone to, I've bought a soccer jersey. So Spain and Mexico. I have scarves. So I have I have two uh yeah. I have a uh Roma scarf. Very nice. Yep. That they're was cool. That now was none of nice. these have like name, like they're none of them are players. No. They're just I have one exception. I have one exception for someone's jersey that I would wear, and I think you know the answer to it. My who's my the, jersey. Yours. Yeah, no, who's the one professional athlete that I've died on a hill for this man? Oh, Tukarask. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will wear a Tukaras jersey, and that's it. Well, that's a nice sweater, is what that is. It's a good, it's a good that's, sweater. That's a nice piece, yeah. Right there. Anyway, a little this little jersey talk here on uh, on hashtag Dork. It's a Sunday. We, we're we're out. Of, we're even out of sorts right now. Oh my god! 
All right, let's get to the news. The door. That wouldn't. That would not help. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. We are we are basically in the month of March. That means it is time for the seventh annual hashtag dork madness. We don't have a topic yet. So we need to put our heads together. We need to figure this out. I'll try to have the bracket out some point this week. We always tweet it out and then we put the, the polls on Twitter, and that's how you find out who wins. And so these are what we've already done. Mm-hmm. Starting in 2016, we did best comic book movie. We then followed that up with best Marvel DC character, then best TV show, best video game, best Star Wars character, and then last year we did best TV character. So we've put it out to the people. We've gotten a lot of suggestions. Here are just some of them, kind of yay or nay them, and if you yay them, we can go back to them, and if you nay them, we can just be done with it. I just had a thought, so I'll throw mine in at the end. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Cartoons. Best cartoon. So again, obviously the criteria is something that it has to be at least 64 of, and you don't want it to be super obvious though. Like you don't want the answer to be obvious. You don't want a lot of slaughtered first round matchups. No. So, but you want like, say, you know, we have the Simpsons, South Park, Family Guy, the Jetsons, Flintstone. You know, we can go. You're not going to name 64 right now, are you? Hanna-Barbera, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, DuckTales. All right. We got uh, some of the, the nominees. Darkwing for- Duck. So we um, almost... <laughs> I actually like Darkwing Duck. Yeah. One of the finalists from last year was Best Wrestler. Mm. And I think it's actually pretty good because you'd have some really good matchups because somebody even suggested you could do the four regions could be WWF, WCW, WWE, and then like other. And then it's like everybody. Oh, so you could do like ECW and like all that Japan, shit. And all that ring yeah. of honor, all that would go into that one. That would be pretty good. It is a stone. It, technically it is a stone that we haven't touched yet in. Yeah. I think that might be it for me. I think that I like that one. I like best wrestler a lot just because I think right out of the shoot, you would have like undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Like, like right away, you'd have right away. matchups. Yeah. Uh, there's also this would take a lot of doing, but like best quote, best like movie scenes people suggested. That just seems like such a fucking undertaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, best fictional athlete. I like that. That's good. But I think we've done we did a we did an episode on that in the past. Mm-hmm. I think it's very top heavy, and I think it'd be tough to get to 64 like legitimate ones. Yeah, because you would have to go there. And there's I think at the bottom. Like fifty to sixty-four, you're yeah. gonna be like, like second. It's gonna be like the kicker from the replacements, right? <laughs> you that know guy. what I mean, like Nothing butts. Or uh, there was the Japanese guy from Major League Two, Tanaka. You'd have him in there. No marbles. What about the Muppets? I kind of like Muppets. Is there sixty-four Muppets? Yeah. Uh, see, be. again, there might there is, but the first rounds would just probably be a slaughter. Doctor Tooth, best stand-up comedian. Also good. We sort of did that a little bit. Sort of did that. I feel like we've done something like that. And I no, we did a draft with uh, oh Mac and Go. Was it Mac? Yes, it was. Yeah. Or was it Pop Culture Pilot? I don't remember who we did it with, but we did. No, no, no. it was with Mac and Goo, and then Billy from Pop Culture Pilot Driver did a sweet draft because I remember Billy. Yeah, okay, I remember now. That's what that was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody also had a good one uh, on Twitter saying that because we did best comic book movie so long ago, there's been so many new ones that you could probably have a pretty different-looking bracket. You could. I don't know if yeah. I want to go to the well. I don't know if I want to go to there yet. That's too many. It's too many. I, I'm kind of in on the wrestler one because it's a stone. It's a very much underrepresented stone in our, our yeah. gauntlet. All right. I kind of like it. I kind of like it, too. And, and again, I feel like there. someone's – people's favorite wrestler is such a – it's such a, a, a opinion. Like, it, there's no, like, one clear – yeah, I don't. This guy I, is the best professional wrestler of all time. Like, it has to do. It's a, such a personal thing. I don't know who would win. I, I would assume Stone Cold, The Rock, and like maybe Hogan. Although Hogan's even an older generation than and us. Not only that, but like if you watch like some of his matches, like he wasn't even that good. No, no, he can't. He doesn't. He can't wrestle. He can't wrestle. <laughs> He's just a big dude. Like, um, John Cena might do really well, actually. But if you ask, if you ask some, if you ask fifty people. 
who your favorite professional wrestler is of all time. You might get 40 different answers. Yeah, you might. You know who I'm voting for? Who? We put the party boys on there? No, but who? So my favorite wrestler of all time is Mick Foley. He'd be on there. Absolutely, he has to be. He'd be on there. And now, then would you? You would at what? What iteration would it be? I would just write Mick Foley, I guess, and then and then you could, if you love mankind, for example, you could vote for him. Big Cactus Jack fan. That was my. I kind of, I kind of like. Don't say dude love. You don't like dude love. Oh, I don't. No, no. I'm saying I kind of like wrestlers. I'm glad you're in on wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, I'll re- we'll reach out to uh, our guy Rossi and Billy D too if they just have suggestions. Shoot some, shoot some uh, my way of guys that you say 100% have to be in, and then I'll try to like seed it and everything like that. Yeah. All right. Fucking A. Like we figured it out. Because I remember last year we ran a poll, and there was four options, and they were all super close. And best TV character won. And then I think Michael Scott won it last year, right? Congrats to Michael Scott. I believe he did. On that. Which, again, like, you beat a, he beat out some heavy hitters. We beat out Tony Soprano. You beat Walter, Walter White, White. I think, to the final. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've had some interesting. Uh, so it went the Dark Knight, then Batman, then Seinfeld. I think won best TV show actually. Mm-hmm. Then Mario Kart sixty four, which still grinds your gears. Yeah, who won best Star Wars character? I don't even remember. Oh, Vader. 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 It was yeah. Vader Han Solo, which like you knew that was going to be the final. That was Vader. Yeah, and then TV character was was pretty good. All right, wrestler. Boom. That'll be uh, look for the bracket this week, and uh, the voting will be at Dork Podcast on Twitter. So. Oh, great. That's I love the chat is already blowing up with like they're just people just naming wrestlers Rikishi. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, Rikishi. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's so by the cellulite way, ass. Yeah. Should that be should those be the regions too to make it easy? Yes. Like so WWF and then WWE will be two separate ones. It'll be like yes. more like the modern guys. Like and then it'll be WCW and then you said like other. Other. And yeah. then that'll just be like uh yeah, perfect. What was the one? It was like a like an octagon. It was like a six-sided was like a oh did it wasn't an octagon it was like a six-sided ring because they couldn't use an octagon either tna do that yeah it was something like that yeah yeah. Yeah. all right well we'll we'll fill that out so that's pretty good oh the other couple of notes i had is killing eve returns tonight i know it's a show you haven't watched but that's one with jody comer and um uh oh god what's her name from from Grey's anatomy uh sandra oh Sandra Oh, and yeah. so she's great. Oh. They're both great in it. So My that's, I mean, it's a big night of TV tonight because it's the Euphoria season finale, finale and it's yep. the Righteous Gemstone season finale tonight, which I started watching, by the way. Uh, so, oh, the first season's better. Okay, so I'm, I'm not taking the season. I'm on episode three. I just finished two, the first two episodes. Of this season? First season. Oh, Okay. Yeah, this season, me and my wife haven't liked as much. She loved the first season. Then we're kind of like, eh. So we'll, we'll, we're DVR and we'll watch that tomorrow. Yeah. Also, the SAG Awards are going on right now. And The, the Walking Dead is uh, back. Busy fucking night. And, uh, and you got the, uh, the dork episode. So Jesus. Hey, H, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. It's time for Davey's video game more than a minute right this is this is a big one here these this are is a big one so this games you're talking about it has been a short week for so the video game news that i have is still kind of the same thing but i would say i in the what six years we've been doing this i don't think i've ever fielded more questions in my inbox and on twitter than be, uh, than on this topic specifically mm-hmm. and what i'm talking about is people want to get my take on um horizon forbidden west and elden ring i own both of them um and they people are like which one should i buy which one should i buy so you know backcrackers asking me like a bunch of other billy d is asking me and they're like so like which one i've and before i could answer both of them they're like well i already bought it you know what i mean because this so the issue it's not really an issue I mean, again, this is, this is, I want to kind of get, give you my take on these two games because people have been asking me. So the best way I can describe this, um, I always go to music, right? This is like my de facto way of describing things. So think of like, if you're a guitar player, I, I like to have fun when I play guitar. Oh, there they are right there. They're the lovely ladies right there. Each one named after an ex-girlfriend. Oh, are there money? So are the worms. 
They pull your hair off, but not out to turn into a man and have another chance at life. But if they pull it out, they turn to bones. I get it. So how I would describe these two games, right, is that Horizon Forbidden West is that like super catchy, super polished pop song that everybody knows that's accessible. It's it's got lyrics you want to sing. It's it's one of those things. It's it's you know sung by a beautiful person that looks you know. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Do I have your permission to make my point? Yes. Okay. So think of like, so someone who can play uh, the guitar guy at the party who plays to drinking crowds who like, I, I play every song you want to hear. Yeah. It's accessible to me. It's great. It's like the best cover band you've ever heard. Elden Ring is that guy who plays guitar, who all he cares about is music theory and scales and arpeggios and like knows technically how to do every single thing. Well, Roy Donk, Roy Donk. Right, yeah. king of the tuck tuck sound. Yes, um, but it's like there's no joy in it at all. But it's but it's technically better. Technically, For sure, it's better. Way better. It's a way right. deeper game. It's a way more polished game. But it's just there's no. You need. I'm not kidding. Like you need a fucking manual to play this game, and they well, don't so give you one. That's kind of on par, though, right? So if yes, you, you if you like Bloodborne, and because there is a group of people who like that, it's not for me. I get frustrated. I lose my fucking mind. Right. But for those people, this game's probably great. It's great. And and so what I think from software has done is created, like you know, I could people. I've been called a music snob before, and it's something that I own and something I've been way better about in my advanced age. Right. But I feel like from software and the people who love the Souls games, love Bloodborne, love this, are game snobs. Like mm -hmm. it's it's almost like they don't find they beat this game to say that they could. Like think of it like this: so Horizon, and, and I don't mean to take. I love Dave and Buster's. I love Blitz sure. and Shits, right? Why not? Forbidden West is Dave and Buster's. It's fun. Yep. Like you go, it, it look, it's bright. It looks awesome. Like people are having a good time. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. character development. Characters talk to each other. Like it's, it's great. Got it. And Elden Ring is that club that doesn't have a sign that has a fucking password that you need, you know, you go and drink like these like highfalutin gin drinks. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like that vibe. Do you, do you think people like Elden Ring or they just like to say that they like it? I think the experience, I think Again, it's like having this like sacred knowledge that other people don't. It's like gatekeeping to say that you beat Elden Ring or to be you yeah. beat Bloodborne is kind of like a badge of honor for people that like I, for the most part, have no interest in because like you, like I want to play games to have fun. It's something that I do to get away from stress. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I feel like this game is just so stressful. I, I, I will say that some of the gripes that I've had against the other games from from from, from software um, were that they're too hard. They've actually put things in it that make it a little bit more accessible for it. So do you have a horse that you can just like cruise around? So like, you know how like okay. if you die, that's your, all your shit is where you died. Yeah. And if you die going back to it, you lose it. Got it. So now you can jump on a horse and get there quickly uh, and, okay. and avoid things. So like yeah. that is super, super helpful. And again, I feel like it's got a bit of a story to it because it's written by, um, what's it? Uh, shit for brains there. Game of Thrones. George R.R. R. Martin. So it's written by George Martin as well. Oh, right, 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 right. So, but the story again is so confusing. And like they give you these items and you have to literally read paragraphs to figure out like what it is that they do. Yeah. And so like, it's almost like Dungeons and Dragons where you have like, there's so much going on that you miss so much. It's also one of those games that sounds like where if you have, say you have 20 minutes in between like responsibility. There's no you, shot. You're, you're, you're not going to get anything done. You can't do anything. You, you need to you need to be like, all right, I have two hours or more to set aside and play. Yeah. And again, like you get so kind of wrapped up in like farming and like doing right. things that are like you're just trying to level up just to beat this next boss, which is. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like you you just go into this open world and you have no idea where to go. Like, yeah, I don't know what to do. I like, you I, have to Google it. 
No, that's like for me, my, my games of choice are the Arkham series, Grand Theft Auto, Last of Us. Like those because those are like even even like kind of novice gamers can pick those up, play them, have fun. It's challenging enough. Like yes. I don't want to just be like, you know, all the bad guys just lay down and I just go to the end. I'm like I won. Like I want right. I want a challenge, but I also want it. That sweet spot where you can beat the game, but you you put in a little bit of work for it. And th- and so that's what Forbidden West is. It's, it's it. a game that has a catered difficulty level where like the casual gamer is going to play it for the story and love it. Yeah. And the hardcore gamers, or not hardcore, but like the more serious gamers can jack up the settings and it has enough of a challenge where it's like rewarding. Like yep. you said, there's puzzles in there that when you you solve them, you feel really smart. But again, like I feel like I saw, I, if anyone asked, I got Elden Ring on PC because I heard there were performance issues on PlayStation 5. For me, it, it's six one half done together at this point, doesn't matter. But I have to have the game on this screen mm-hmm. and on the other screen, I'm like hitting like escape and like Googling like oh, shit God. to do. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. It's yeah. so out of, it, it's hard. Like yeah. it's just fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I'm not saying one's better than the other is the thing. So like, it depends. My answer is it depends on what you want it to be. Like, what do you want your gaming experience to be? Do you want something that's fucking hard and be right. part of that club? Cool. It, you know, it's like the people who listen to Tool and like, I can't just listen to Tool and be like, oh, that's a good song. Like, well, do you understand that he's talking about like the Fibonacci sequence <laughs> yeah, where he's like one yeah. and then two and then, you know, and then five. I'm like, dude, all right, five. I get it. I just like to rock. I just, the song fucking kicks ass. And like, no, 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 <laughs> but you don't, but you get it though. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's a little, well, there are, I mean, that's the same thing. There are certain movies that are that way too. It's like, do you really like the movie or like you, but, and maybe you do. And so I think this just won't, this won't surprise anybody or sneak up on anybody. It's kind of as advertised. It, yeah, and that's what yeah, it's it's ad, as advertised, but it's it's Are you going to are you going to play it till you beat it or are you kind of done with it? I'm going to fucking try, man. Yeah. I'm going to absolutely try, but I want to beat I definitely want to beat Forbidden West first because I feel like I can do that and set it aside. Yeah. Like this is this is a time if I'm going to play Elden Ring, like that's all I can you know me, like I usually juggle like three games at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only play this. Just that. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what our our uh, friend of the podcast uh the Chugs is playing. He's been tweeting out. He's been playing uh, Chugs. Who's that? He's playing uh, a lot of Elden Ring right now. Who's that? Chugs. He's going to be in the wrestling bracket. You're going to you're going to see. Oh, he's yeah. gonna win. He's gonna Why do they the call him Chugs? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Should have asked because he's curious like a cat. That's why they call him that. Yeah, that's why they call him that. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, video game minute style? No, and it's it's. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I got you. you. Know, lid for every pot, man. I know which one I would play. That's for and, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all ready for Bisque? Topic du jour, Ryan. Are you ready? Well, you didn't even ask. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. Today, it is the Batman preview as The Batman is... uh feels like we've been waiting for this movie for a couple of years. It officially comes out on March 4th. I know there are some sneaky peekies, including Ryan tomorrow night. He's going to go and, see this bad boy. And Mac, and Mac and Guh have already seen yeah, it. They've already seen it. I don't want to talk to those guys at all. Oh, it was, it was a challenge. Money. They were struggling last night. I know. Not saying anything. I know. I know. But yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later, too. Uh, real quick, just the nuts and bolts. Two hours, 55 minutes, PG-13, a budget somewhere between $100 and $185 million, directed by Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig. Thoughts on the movie length? Where do you stand? Longest Batman movie ever made. Good. Same. Yep. Fine. Uh, because, and I say that because you have two, possibly three, maybe even four major villains. So yeah. you have, so like, I would say, you know, you, you, we know, this is things we know. You have the Riddler, you have yep. Penguin, you have Catwoman, maybe a villain, maybe All not. Right, well, toes the line. And then who is John Tutu? Is it Falcone or Maroney? One Falcone. of the two. He's Falcone. Falcone. So you have these big players. You need that amount of time. You could not do this in, in, in two hours. No, no shot. No, I'm with you completely. Uh, PG-13, I'm not worried about. The whole uh, Nolan trilogy was PG-13. Most comic book movies are PG-13, with, with the exception of you know Deadpool, Logan, and a few others, as mm-hmm. far as like, really, really good ones. So I'm not worried about PG-13. You can do a lot, right? We talked about this when, when it first came out. Just don't say the F word a lot. Don't show a nip. Don't show... Or, yeah, don't show some getting like decapitated. Like, you can even show a butt. We've seen butts in Daredevil. You can see butt. You can even do like side boob, I think, is PG 13. You can do, so, you yeah. do all that stuff. Just like, and then like the blood can't be like a certain amount. That's fine. 
fine. It's fine. fine. I'm all, I'm good with that. Uh, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, the director. I am excited about this. He did Cloverfield. He did Let Me In, which was the uh, mm-hmm. American remake of Let the Right One In. He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. He also did The Paul Bearer, which was a David Schwimmer rom-com with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh my hey, God. everybody's got to make a movie. I mean, but, at that point, he's probably just trying to pay his rent, you know? Yeah. But what I like about this guy, he was at the last DC fandom. He seems like the first Batman director who is like a nerd dork about Batman stuff. And he has one of he has a picture perfect mustache. That's unrelated, oh. but like yeah, no, it's pretty right. incredible. Like his mustache is unbelievable. Beautiful mustache. But you nice can strainer. He's so passionate about it. Whereas I think Tim Burton, he's like, I'm just gonna make movies. I'll make them like I make all my movies. Joel Schumacher, whatever. Even Christopher Nolan, like I think Nolan, I know he read like Long Halloween, he read year one and like he got into it, but I think that was after he got the job. Whereas like Matt Reeves has always loved comic books and has always loved this character. So I think that's really important. He he co-wrote it with a guy named Peter Craig, who is actually Sally Field's son. How do you like that? Yeah. He also, listen to these movies that he wrote. Peter Craig is co-writer. The Town. The last two Hunger Games movies, Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2, uh, Bloodfather, 12 Strong, Bad Boys for Life, and The Unforgivable. The Unforgivable sucked. That was that Sandra Bullock Netflix movie yeah. recently. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. However, he did co-write it. So Matt, I still feel good about Matt Reeves. Maybe he just edited it. Maybe he was just like the one who just, you just know, this is a comma it up spliced. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just punched it up a little bit. Yeah. All right, the cast that we know of, uh, Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne, Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Catwoman, Paul Dano as Edward Nashton slash Riddler. Not Edward Nigma, Edward Nashton. I bet at some point he changes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think that's his... It makes sense to do something a little gritty. Like, again, I feel silly... Even right. with like Stephen Strange, like that's that's a silly name. I know a lot, you know, a lot of it, like, and they they make fun of him for it too. Yeah, but uh, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, and Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot Penguin. Out of that group, and I know we've seen trailers and we've seen a bunch of clips. I've tried not to watch the recent clips because I'm like, I'm nope. good. I'm already I'm yeah. already locked in. Out of all those, who are you most excited to see play the character? Paul Dano. Yep. That's a good one because I mean, he just looking at interviews with him, like it was, he kind of, I feel like he's taking this to a very dark place. Yeah. This ain't your, uh, your older brother's Riddler from Batman forever with Jim Carrey. Right. Who at the time I actually enjoyed the portrayal. It was I did too. cartoonish. I love Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was the man in the mid nineties. He was one of my favorites going. And that's what I, Schumacher wanted. He wanted yeah. it to be completely campy and off the, and we didn't know it at the time because we were yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it seems and- like it almost seems like the Riddler from the Arkham games is more of like a middle ground. Like yes. you have cartoon Jim Carrey, you have super serious Paul Dano. And then what you see in the video game is like a blend of those two actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cause he doesn't even look like the Riddler. Like he looks like a fucking no, he looks like something out of like that. That's horror movie. The uh, like seven. Remember when they go to the club with the? Yes. He looks like he he would be a regular there. He would fit. Yeah, he would fit in on yeah. seven. Looks like um, a I'm also excited for James Gordon, uh, Jeffrey Wright. I like Jeffrey Wright. I think he's and I think this is going to be a good uh, Lieutenant Gordon. And he has just like that 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 voice for it. Oh, awesome. By the way, uh, I'm excited for all of this. I love the kind of the younger. I always liked kind of like a younger Alfred. Um, and I think Andy Serkis yeah. is going to be great. Um, yeah. But fuck, man, how good of a casting is Zoe Kravitz as Selena? The best. Kyle? Yeah, that's like a, that's dream casting. Some of these other ones are good. They can sort of morph into the role. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, let's see what it is. But if we were just sitting here and we had no idea who was going to be any of the characters and you're like, you can pick anybody in the world to be Catwoman. I think Zoe Kravitz would, Zoe Kravitz would be on the list for sure. Yeah. Like my top dream list, like top five, like definitely. Yeah awesome she's gonna be so good and i think perfect age too because this is year two batman so it's a younger batman Mm -hmm. and i think you want the Catwoman to be sort of in that same vein maybe even a little bit younger so i like i like that very much i am like most people 
I was surprised about Colin Farrell Penguin because it was funny when they first came out with Colin Farrell and Andy Serkis like a couple years ago. They're like, oh yeah, they're both in the Batman, and you're like, oh, they must have fucking switched the roles because right. Farrell would have been a better Pennyworth and Circus a better Penguin, but Colin Farrell looks fucking completely, completely different, unrecognizable. Yeah, didn't even like even in the trailer. What I knew it was him, and it's still I was like, that's not him. I know. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, do you have any concern over any of these characters slash actors? Um, John Turturro is I love. He's one of the greatest character actors yeah. I've seen in in anything. But I think my idea of like Carmine Falcone is a little bit different. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it works. I, I think this movie is going to go in a certain direction. We'll talk about that a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not that worried about it. I, I, again, I mean, this is. I'm just so excited. Oh my that, god! I, that I just I have no real concerns. I can only be so hard. At some point, right. you can only, you can't get any whatever the most hard is. <laughs> are are these the only villains we see in the movie? No. Yeah, because my next question was going to be, are any others referenced? But so you think, I think minimum they're referenced, because again, this is going to this is going to set up minimum a trilogy as well as some spinoff shows. And it's already three hours and it's already a lot of villains. So you want to give each one of these villains enough time, but it is fucking, it's Gotham City, man. And there are, a, there's a lot going on. And there's a rumor that Barry Cohen, uh, Cohen who played Druig, in Eternals, yeah, is in this as an unnamed villain. Huh. Who would he so, be? Joker, Scarecrow, anybody. Could be any like we talked about this. I can't tell you how many times the rogues gallery of Batman. It could be anybody. Could be anybody. He could be Victor's you could be Zaz. He could be anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm so it's so, like ah, uh, uh, I'm so excited. Clayface, we haven't seen a good Clayface yet, or have I don't think this is a movie that would do Clayface though. And one of the things that I was concerned about, uh, not really concerned about, but it was interesting listening to Matt Reeves being like, How does this fit into the DCEU? And he's like, It doesn't, like, we're doing our own thing. No, it's its own thing, but it's not a one off. Like, Mm-mm. by all accounts, Joker was sort of a one off, and then it did really well. And there's talks about there being like a Joker 2 or whatever, but this is its own thing. But with the expectation, there's going to be three movies and these spinoff shows. Like, and which not everything has to be everything. Not everything has to be connected. No. Not everything has to be. You know, and that's, I think, is the misconception that this is somehow going to get tied in to the Flash or tied in. Like the Pattinson Batman is going to be in the Flash. I don't think so. I think this is. Mm-mm. And I think what also, that's the difference, too, between people that just watch movies and people who actually read the comic books. Yeah. Because think about how many different comic book versions of Batman there are. And some stories obviously interlink. Others are just like you get a cool writer and you're like, hey, Alan Moore, write a Batman story. And then that's yeah. its own Batman story. And then it's like Scott Snyder has his run. You, you have like the, these mainline runs. Then now that they're doing Black Label, these writers are all getting a chance to sort of take a shot at it. And they can be their own thing. And then they can create their own little worlds. So I'm all I'm all for that. I'm all for that, too. And again, I don't think. The Batman character is so layered that you don't need to necessarily come at it from the same direction. Like it can be something completely on its own. Definitely. And then that way, if they want to keep the Ben Affleck thing going, or if they, I know he's kind of done, but uh, if they flashpoint it this year, when the flash comes out, let somebody else fucking play over there and they can do that. And then you can yes. still do this. We can, we can separate the two. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, so, do you have a guess as to if you had to take a stab at the other villain seen or referenced in this movie? What's your guess? Joker. Yeah. Kind of has to be, right? Kind of has to be. I mean, you could do like a Mr. Freeze kind of thing or I wonder Two Face. Two Face. There's Court of Owls, like rumors. And that's the, the other thing. The dark, the dark horse I had was that Barry Cohen is talent. Talent. Because I think that's where this is going. I also like a uh, hush and like a Tommy Elliot, mm-hmm. like a fr- maybe he's just Tommy Elliot. Yeah, prior to prior to you know just setting that up, setting mm-hmm. that up for later on. I would I would like that. All right, just for a uh, for the a standard here, 
Who do you think so far has been the best live action Batman? It's hard to say because I feel like other characters kind of Bale was in the best movies by far. But I honestly think it's Ben Affleck so I far. I, I think just from the from the look, from the physicality of him, from the just kind of the attitude of, and I love that, you know, not trusting even any of the Justice League. I think Affleck was the only one who got a chance to do that, but I really think that that's the character in a nutshell. Yeah, I honestly think Affleck, and people think I'm crazy when I say Affleck, but it's just because, and I admit that his movies weren't very good, but if you just take, if you really, really zoom in on the character, I also think if you want to play it this way, like George Clooney was a really good Bruce Wayne. When people said, when people said that George Clooney was going to be the, I remember I was younger, but I think it was oh, like yeah. high, eighth grade or ninth grade or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. George Clooney was like, you know, people, like people, magazines, like, most attractive person on the planet, like three years in a row. Like the, he was on ER. I'm like, absolutely. Like yeah. he's the perfect Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's he not a shit Batman movie. I do like Michael Keaton. Although as I read more and more of the comics, I kind of like a big fucking Batman. I know it's not the most important thing. I know that again, you can't like fight Superman. That's why it was stupid to have Ben Affleck working out in Batman V Superman. Like it didn't make tired. sense, but I still like a guy who can handle himself. Like, he should be able to beat up most humans. Like he's just, he's a fucking big tank of a guy. Keaton was kind of a little small for me. So I would go Affleck as the best, but I, I only ask that because do you think there's a chance after we see this movie that we say Robert Pattinson is the best Batman? Yes. From a so, character, from a character standpoint. Yes. I, from the trailer, I like the look and sound of his Batman. I fucking don't like the haircut though as Bruce Wayne. The haircut's a little sloppy for me. Well, Bruce I think Wayne it's supposed to be like a prep school kid. Okay. You know, still, I, think I still don't like it. I th I would like him to be a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Polished? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, because you can be prep school-y, or you can also be a little bit more like frat boy And like, that's a little bit, it's a little like Ivy League frat is a little bit cleaner than just like prep school moppy hair. Yeah. He looks like a prep school douchebag. Right. Which, which I think is his best cover, you know, is maybe, his best maybe, thing, yeah, you know. no, no, no. And I'm sure it's with reason and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll still like the character, but just, uh, that's the one thing that's jumped out to me so far. Who do you think now we only have what three options? Cause I'm not talking about the 1966 Batman, but for Catwoman so far, Michelle Pfeiffer, who was awesome. Halle Berry, terrible, terrible movie, terrible suit, not her fault, but just awful. And then we got Anne Hathaway. Michelle Pfeiffer was awesome. Michelle Pfeiffer was uh, if Michelle Pfeiffer okay, if Michelle Pfeiffer was in um, Anne Hathaway's role, oh. I think that would have been yes. perfect. Yes, 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 yes. Like that character with like the stitches and like the yeah. homemade suit and the whip, not and the one that's like that. just drinking milk out of a saucer and like laying yeah. with cats. Like yes. that was a little too much. But if that character were in, yep, Dark Knight, I think that's that's it. I think I she think nails the it. We've already kind of hit on. It. I think the expectation is that Zoe Kravitz is going to be the best Catwoman. Oh, just from watching, it's, just it's, watching, watching her move in trailers. It's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, best live action Batman villain to this point, and then we could even go kind of top three, I guess, because I think he uh, yeah, Joker I, has to be number one. Has to, it's it's um, that was stuff of legend, right? I mean, yep, the only thing, the only one that won a, won a fucking Oscar, like so. Yeah, and call I it posthumously, call it whatever, but like. Do you think he would have gotten it anyway? Yeah. Well, I don't know with the Academy. I he to me would have been the best actor, like I or, yeah. uh, or supporting or whatever the hell he won. But I, yeah. And if people that like say like he wasn't that good in it, like are obviously just trying to be like just poke holes. In it. So he's number one. He's number one by far. Yeah. The next two, I do think Raza Ghoul from Batman Begins was a really good villain to me. I and, like and, I like that movie. I and like you know that. how I feel about villains who I kind of see their point. Yes. Yep. You know, I kind of get the idea, like what they were going with, that like this place is a fucking cesspool, and we're just gonna get rid of it. Yeah. Because that that whole like, because you could see the tenets of Raj Al Ghul that like Bruce Wayne took on the the whole black right and what's right, what's right and what's wrong, what's just, what's fair, what's you know what yeah. I mean. So I think there's a lot of that um, still there. So I think that's really good too. 
Um, Jack Nicholson was great. Um, he was. I mean, Danny DeVito was fucking born to play the Penguin. <laughs> yeah. Like those movies are just, it's funny because at the time being a kid, seeing them and I've, I think I've told a story on the podcast. Like when they cast Heath Ledger as Joker, I was like, I oh, can't beat Jack Nicholson. Like I was, that's what I said. If I had a podcast, mm -hmm. that's what I would have said on the podcast. Then they just blow it out of the water. And I was pissed that they didn't get Crispin Glover. Cause remember he, for the longest time, yeah. he was the front runner to play the Joker. And I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. And they, and then he wound up doing Beowulf. Right. Uh, I like yeah. I, I, Tom Hardy as Bane was good. Not my favorite movie, but Bane was uh, was pretty good. The voice though, the voice kind of killed it. And I get the idea to like have this weird. I do a pretty good voice. Bane though. Real good. But I was up. So it goes up like it did. Oh, so does it gets higher pitch. The real Bane. Uh, anyway, I think the Riddler probably has the best chance to join this list. That's where that's kind of where we're leading. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he could be up there. Uh, the premise for the movie is during his second year of fighting crime, Batman pursues the Riddler, a serial killer who targets elite Gotham City citizens. He uncovers corruption that connects to his own family during the investigation and is forced to make new allies to catch the Riddler and bring the corrupt to justice. So when I heard year two, the first thing I thought of was Batman the Long Halloween, which is... Mm -hmm. My favorite comic. We did a standalone episode on it. That was a year two young Batman. A different month. There was a different villain every single time, and he went through it. This one, I love it. Going after, he's, he's obviously going to team up with Catwoman. It's one of those things where, do you like a Batman that is straight up with Catwoman or where like you can't trust her? Like, Do you, do you want them to be like an actual team up? Or do you like the whole like we don't? I like the I like the friction. I I like the idea that these these are two people who completely understand each other, but know because of that they can never be a real thing. I mean, I know there's some comic book runs where like they're actually married. They got married, and a lot of people hated that run. Yeah, they hated it. But yeah. there was a whole wedding and everything. But like in Long Halloween, she was like pretty trustworthy. Like they they were they were kind of an item. But as long as it meets, if as long as it fits her her criteria, as long as it's something that she wants to do as well. And mm -hmm. again, that's going with like, cats will hang out with you when they want to, and then when they don't, they want fucking nothing to do with you. Correct. Fucking right. As long, and I think that understanding of like, yeah, at some point, like we're gonna butt heads. Like you're gonna stay out of my way. I'm gonna stay out of your way. Right. 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 And those lines kind of get crossed. You know? Can you see where I'm kind of like? You're saying you see him, uh, Billy yeah. me or Billy isn't him. You're both there, Billy. <laughs> you so said when it's the adult tour, <laughs> I'm sweet. We could swear you just can't, you know, you get the idea. Uh, I do, yeah, yeah. Too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. Hopefully, that's not what Batman says in this one. I think all right. the other suits, like I think Michael Keaton said that at one point. I think Val Kilmer probably said yeah. that at one point. Uh, this one, so. Uh, in that in the premise, which is just like the plot that was out, I think it's either IMDb or Wikipedia that had that. When it says that he uncovers corruption that connects with his own family, that's where where I start to go Court of Owls style, like and where why, our, the Wayne family, as we know, is as a long proud history in Gotham, but it may not always have been on the up and up. And I love, and this was something I was driving back. I went somewhere today. I was driving back home in the car, and I had this thought. And I, I was thinking of like how they can make this Batman different. And one one of the things, first of all, I hope I don't get. We don't need an origin story. Nope, we don't. I don't I need. Just, to see I it. think we've said you're not getting one. Good. But one of the things I really like is that Bruce Wayne has this idealized image of his parents that he clings to, and these are the people who were taken away from him. What I think is going to be really interesting is you have Carmine Falcone. You have the Riddler. You have this threat of like the Court of Owls, this like Gotham underground society. And what that that threat poses to Bruce Wayne is that's tarnishing the images of his parents. And so it's he masks it as like, oh, I'm you know out for justice and my parents were killed. But really, he's protecting the Wayne name from all of these bad people who have dirt on his parents. Yep. And he's fighting about that shit getting out. He wants the Waynes to be like the. Martha and Thomas Wayne to be like the ideal Gotham citizens mm -hmm. so that he can fight for that, yeah, that yeah. ideal. Yeah. And if someone tries to take that away from him, he's yeah. kind of going to go off the rails. And I think, oh. I think Alfred's role in that whole thing is kind of reeling him in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, one of the other theories that has been out there before, and I don't think Matt Reeves is going to go in this direction, and I think this would end up pissing a lot of fans off, but I'm curious what your thoughts would be. If the whole thing is in Batman's mind, and it's he's actually in Arkham City. Not just a dream, necessarily. but like Arkham Asylum? Arkham Asylum. Arkham yeah. City. Yes, he's in Arkham City. He's playing the game. No, yeah, he, he's in Arkham Asylum. Maybe he was the Batman for a minute, but then he, in his mind, thinks he's stopping all these crimes. And in his mind, he thinks that he is the hero that the city needs, where he's not. And he's just creating all of the stuff. So it's like kind of like a Shutter Island kind of Correct. thing, where he's Correct. just like, I have to play this out in order to come to my own conclusion that I'm not who I think I am. I um, personally think that that would be incredible, but I think there's no chance they do that. That I mean, that's something that one of the things they kind of touched upon in the Arkham Asylum graphic novel, which is like, you know, we won't basically we're keeping the, all the orderlies and doctors hostage. And the only way we'll let them out is if you bring Batman in. Yeah. And the whole point was like showing him he, you're just as crazy as all of us. Correct. Right? And that's and what I, I also I, love too. And hopefully they establish this. This is something I know we've talked about on the podcast, but Basically, guys like Falcone and Maroni, they ran Gotham for the longest. Like they ran it, and it was well, a so they thought city. they were allowed to run it. Yeah, but then, well, yeah, right. If you want to do like Court of Owls stuff, yeah. but so you have you have them in charge, but those are like the main like quote unquote villains. Mm -hmm. And then Batman shows up, and he's like, "I'm going to take care of business." And then that's when everybody's like, all the other villains are like, "Oh shit!" Like we we can like dress up, and like we can we can do this. Yeah. So like it, and like Penguin kind of toes the line because Penguin's also a gangster. Like he's he owns the Iceberg Lounge and all that Runs stuff. Guns, guns, yeah. But then he sort of morphs into it. Like he kind of toes the line, whereas guys like Riddler and Joker and Two Face and uh, Black Mask and Clayface and go on down the line. Like they really embrace it when Batman comes on. So the fact that we're getting year two Batman. It's been long enough for these other villains to sort of pop up out of out of, out yeah. of nowhere. And I love the idea of like the, the this idea, and I think they did it in Arkham, the Arkham series for sure. But having the the Penguin's main role is supplying guns to both sides, like yeah. he's you know to both awesome. crime all the crime families, like he's supplying. So mm -hmm. it's like a, um he's playing both sides, yeah, and he's making money off both of them. Like I love that idea mm -hmm. of that character because again, he's not very physically imposing to anybody, nah. but. You know, now, Dark Knight's still your favorite Batman movie, right? Uh, for now, you know, I, I have I have very high hopes for this. I, I think this is going to be something pretty special. Um, so if you look at the what is it, seven, and then if you count Batman v Superman, that would be eight. I'm not gonna throw 66 out, that's sort of like a whole different world. But if you take all those into account, what would be the spot on the rankings where you would say, all right, at least it, it was, it was good. Like uh, this, this count, this was a, this was a good, this was a good movie. Maybe not the greatest movie of all time, but it was pretty damn good. Uh, of all the Batman movies. Yes. The Batman movies. I think this where I need, uh, so I, I don't understand your question. So where do I need this to fall in order to be a yeah. success? So I think it has to be in the realm of like Batman begins and maybe like the key first Keaton Batman. Like it has to be somewhere in there. Yeah, for yeah, so I did a I took fucking forever to ask the question, but for me it would have to be minimum third because I have Dark yeah. Knight one, Batman Begins two, and then it's either like eighty nine, then maybe Rises because I didn't like I didn't love Dark Knight Rises. I didn't. There were parts of that I absolutely loved, and parts of it I was like, yeah, the whole Robin thing at the end was I thought was forced and silly oh. and. I'm glad you brought that up. Do we get a Robin or a reference to the Graysons or anything like that in this one? I think you'll see like a poster or you'll talk, they'll talk about these family of acrobats. And cause that's one thing I still really, really want, as you know, is to, uh, we need a Dick Grayson just so we can get to a Jason Todd, just so we can tell the red hood story in real time. Cause I think that's an unbelievable story that hasn't been tapped into yet. And I really think, the disintegrating relationship between Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne awesome. has to take center stage at some point. And I don't know who's going to do it, but I think with Keaton kind of coming back into the fold, I would love to see like an older Dick Grayson being like, don't listen to that fucking guy. Yes. You know, if yes. it's like, if it's like Batgirl, like in the Batgirl HBO max movie, if you have like an older Dick Grayson, who's like in his thirties, who's been like doing it, maybe awesome. has been Batman for a little bit. 
So that's what I wonder, like, how far, like, will Robert Pattinson, because obviously Christian Bale never had a Robin, and Ben Affleck only had, like, the uh, uh, the image of one, or, like, right. the he had, like, the costume in the... Which we assume, because it had, but it was confusing, because he had a staff, which was Tim Drake's staff. Right, but he was, like, but he had, like, the Joker spray paint spray on paint, it. So like, which was, like, Jason but, like, he was holding, you know... And if, fact, staff. If, and if there's a Jason Todd, if there's already a dead Jason Todd, there has to be a Nightwing somewhere out there, right? Which was never referenced in the whole Snyderverse thing. So that no. that part's a little confusing. Now, and I would love to see a Damian Wayne at some point. Yeah. So then you need Talia Al Ghul back in there. Because mm -hmm. the yeah, but I I think we do just like I think we get a reference to a villain. I think we have to get a reference to a, a Dick Grayson because at some point. I think you need to sort of set that up. Mm -hmm. Like, at least, even if he's like, even if it's Dick Grayson Robin at first, like, okay, great. Like, that's where at least gets the ball rolling. This apparently is supposed to kick off a trilogy. Uh, and then two TV series are planned. One of them is that Gotham PD show or GCPD with Jeffrey Wright, which Jeffrey Wright's going to be in there. I also read on the internet that John, uh, Colin Farrell might get a penguin show. He wants to do like an R-rated Penguin series or like spinoff. Interesting. And I think the the GCPD might be a prequel to even this. So it yes. might even be like a younger James Gordon leading into. So I mean, you're going like old school Gotham City, which is pretty interesting. Um, I this is gonna this is embarrassing, but Go ahead. was Fish Mooney was played by Jada Pinkett Smith was created for the gotham series right it was not a comic book character made up made up character yeah. it was not a great character no but i would love i mean i watched like, almost all of that show too yes. i don't know why i don't know why i did but i did um yeah it's moments but do we get harvey bullock yeah i bet that's an easy one to have in there mm -hmm. i bet i yeah uh, i bet we do um, and then do we get uh bat girl or do we get Barbara Gordon in this? I think you see her because obviously that like they're doing the Batgirl movie. Yeah. Wait, so is the Batgirl movie in this universe or is the Batgirl movie no. in the DCEU? I stand correct. It's not because they right. have, I believe it's supposed to be like JK because Keaton's in that. Oh, right. So that's going to be after the flash movie then. Yeah. Okay. So, so who knows? It's, it's up in the air. Yeah. All right. You have any other thoughts, predictions, hopes, or fears? As it um, this my this is probably going to be my favorite Batmobile. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a it's like a muscle car, which is kind of dope. It does look pretty slick, and I love that it's like kind of like a work in progress. It looks like a work in progress. It looks like it's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like that. Like, and I think they had a chance in the whole Snyderverse thing, and unfortunately, that all got derailed. But I kind of like the extremes. I like either like an old Batman who's been through some shit and is like the most experienced guy in the world or a young Batman. Because I think some of the other movies were a little bit more like in between. Whereas like yeah. this, this Batman's still going to make mistakes. Yes. Like Robert Pattinson's for sure going to make And he's mistakes. not as good as he's going to be. And I think that's why it's important to introduce the Riddler now as someone who can like, because, you know, Bruce Wayne's, one of his famous monikers is he's the world's greatest detective, right? So yeah. having somebody push him I mentally need to do detective work. Yeah. But like someone to like challenge him yes. mentally. And that guy's whole thing is like, I'm smarter than you. They hold the Riddler's whole thing is like, I don't fine. You want to beat me up fine, but I'm smarter than you. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that somehow Bruce Wayne can't really live with like being outsmarted. Right. Right. I like yeah. that. Do any of these characters die in the movie? Yes. Who's your guess? Um, actually, maybe Falcone. Probably, maybe, maybe Falcone. And I think I think the Riddler gets him. He gets got. I think he might get got. I think it ends with the Riddler in Arkham, and I, and I yeah hope we get a shot of Arkham. We got to get inside of Arkham, and then that maybe that's where they see yes. And I hopefully Calendar Man, Mad Hatter. Somebody. What would I would love is to have the Riddler trick Batman into killing somebody. That well, that'd be pretty amazing. Like, I bet because, Batman does not kill anybody. I, or like he doesn't save somebody, mm. or it's like he has to make a choice. Like you letting someone die is the same as oh, killing yeah. them. Like that's always good. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that whole thing. 
Good point by Joshua in the chat. The PG-13 rating pretty much guarantees that none of these fuckers are going to come out of the ceiling and take a big, messy shit. Well, not on camera. It can be implied, but that's true. Yeah, you could do you could do that off camera, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You could have them come Any out of the wall. These little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, "Fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick." I mean, it's possible. It is possible, but you'd have to do it off screen. You'd have to get creative with it and like cut away a little bit. Can't show all that stuff. No, man, I'm excited. Like you said, <laughs> the issue I have, and to quote the great show Archer, my penis can only get so erect. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Priapism is a real thing. Well, I used uh-huh. to do PSAs um, at the end of podcasts. Priapism is the yeah. the the maintaining of an erection for an extended period of time where it need medical help. One of my strengths. It's one of your strengths, but also like you think about it, like you can't pee very and well. weaknesses. Yeah. Speaking of, do you like what's your what's the plan? Are you going in there with uh, snacks and drinks? No drinks because it's a three hour movie. What's your plan? I plan on emptying my I, I i think this is going to be an airtight three hours like you cannot get up and hit the john here's the problem though i might have some sort of system where i have a bag t- attached to my leg at you're that just gonna point. rip a piss right there there's a catheter like strapped to my leg you're just gonna rip a piss just ripping pisses i though here's the problem is the movie's three hours but because everybody in the world is going to see the Batman, there is going to be my prediction right now: thirty-five minutes of previews. That's a long movie. So I guess one of the best things about going to a press screening of a movie, no, there's none. They don't do that. They don't do it. You go right oh, into no it. Shit. Um. Now, do you think there's going to be mid credits or post credits in this? I hope. I don't think so. Okay. That is like an MCU type of thing. Let's wrap it. I would I would love to see like a coda, like a, like a thing at the end of the movie where like the movie's ending, but like we're going to like think of like the Dark Knight Rises, they Batman goes away, there's just and then they have that little like afterwards. Yeah. I would like to see that. Maybe there's that. Mm-hmm. That's the Like one- again, and that's where you see the Riddler in Arkham. You see yeah. maybe Hugo's again, Hugo Strange right. working with him. Like you're this is your new doctor. This is Doctor and Barry Cohen can be Hugo Strange or Jonathan Crane. Yeah. You know. So that's the this one Dr. Thing. Harleen Quinzel. Oh yeah. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So the one thing. So you're seeing it on Monday. I'm seeing it on Wednesday. So that's 48 hours where we can't talk. Radio however, silence. However, if there is or isn't mid end credits, I I think I will allow that correspondence. That's the only thing I, I when you ask, I'll tell you, but that's yep. the only thing I'll, I'll tell you. That's all I want to know because I don't know. I want to know if I can get my ass up out of the seat or if I should stick around. Yeah. That's and it. the embargo lifts tomorrow, which is so not to timestamp this, but we're recording this on a Sunday. The embargo ends tomorrow. So you're going to get real reviews tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to have to like stay off Twitter probably. Cause... What's your, predi- yeah, I'm going to stay off all day, but what's your prediction for a rotten tomato score? I will go. Uh, I'm going to go dueling 94s. Critic and audience 94. I'm going to go 92 critic. Critic. 96 audience. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, you're splitting it there. I'm splitting it. But I think the audience is going to be like, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Until now, the audience, for whatever reason. I don't think the audience has ever been 100% because Never. there's always some reason to fucking vote down on even the best movie of all time. So where they're like, oh, it wasn't, yeah. the Joker wasn't in it. Be like, Right. He was never in it. This isn't, yeah, this isn't in the DCEU. Like, it never was. They never claimed it was. They didn't want it to be. Right. They're doing their own thing. They're allowed to do their own thing. Yeah, I can't wait. So, again, Davey's seeing it Monday. I'm seeing it Wednesday. Next Monday night, whatever that date is, is going to be normal time, 845 here on the YouTube, and then available on podcasts, available right after that. And strap Um, in, because we are going to go for a while on that one, I believe. Uh, Yes. Yeah, we might even shorten up all the other stuff and just dive right into the nuts of of this thing. That's the Batman. So so do us a favor. If you happen to get an advanced screening, you don't have to worry about with Davey, but with me, don't don't tweet or Instagram or email us until after Wednesday night. So Thursday, feel free to to let it rip, but be, be nice to people on Twitter and don't start fucking spoiling things. Yeah, don't be a dick. And just remember that saying that there's a twist ending is a spoiler. 
Oh, we, we talked a lot about villains. Oh, yeah, and you're right. Davey's 100% right. Twist ending, spoiler. Because the whole point is, like, you don't see it coming. So if you tell me there's something coming that I'm not going to expect, that's a, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, my other thing is we talked a lot about other villains, and we talked about Robin. Any other heroes mentioned in this, i.e. Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Arrow? Probably nope. not. I don't think that's a Gotham thing at all. It's not a Gotham thing. They don't give a shit. And like me. And, and it's young Batman too. So it's, it's young like, Batman. So like there shouldn't be a whole crew yet. Should not be. And I know like I think Matt Reeves was big on like what they call him tech superheroes. He, he like he likes a good tech superhero, not like a alien. Yep. You know, that's not our thing. Yeah. Yep. I uh I agree completely. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or we may also choose at this time to defend a goal? I will receive. What do you got? I took this on your recommendation. So we did the Mac and Goo. So first of all, I would plug the Mac and Goo movie draft that we did last night. Um, spoiler. Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yep. I won. Davey won um, the whole thing. The whole thing. And you mentioned it again. It's a movie that this isn't a spoiler, but a movie you took, but something we had mentioned before. I went on Amazon while we were recording said podcast and found that Dark Harvest, the book, that's going to become a movie. Um, the Kindle version of the of the book was eleven dollars, and the audio book was on sale for nine ninety nine. So I actually got the audio book. Oh, interesting! And listened to half of it today, and it's oh. excellent. Okay, interesting. All right. Yes, the October I, Boy. You, have to you don't know much. You don't know much about it, right? I don't know shit about it. I don't know. Oh, anything. so it's basically like this. It's a takes place and they don't. It's unnamed midwestern town. Um, where they have this like Smallville, it's, it's where they, no, where they have like this Halloween ritual where like this scarecrow comes to life called the October Boy. Oh yeah, okay. I that, that sounds familiar. Okay, and so they lock they lock all of the teen sixteen year old boy like teenage boys starting at age sixteen. They lock them in their houses leading up to the Halloween for five days without food, and then they have to go around town looking for the October Boy. And if he reaches the bell in the church before midnight, like he gets away. It's a whole game, but it's actually fucking cool. That sounds like, like a really, really good. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? It, it, but it's like it's it's violent. Oh, but you're right. Yeah, but, and it's like it's it don't. won the Stoker Award, but it's it's actually a really. And I think I'm halfway through it, and I think it only goes. It's this. The whole book is one night. It sounds pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So I'll let you know when I finish it, but I'm about halfway through right now, and it's definitely, I would say it's worth the read. So Yeah, let me Dark know. Harvest, yeah. Speaking of worth the read, I haven't picked it up yet, but issue number 56 of Saga is out. I talked to Dr. Joe. He says it's incredible, so I'm going to pick that up and read it as soon as I can. And here's sort of a, a uh, I'm, I'm half in pick of the pod. On Apple TV Plus, there's a TV show called Severance. Yes. And Adam Scott is the lead in this. Uh, Patricia Arquette is in it. It's actually directed by Ben Stiller, which is kind of interesting. And it's all about work-life balance, right? Everybody's talking about the work-life balance. But in this show, and I've only seen one episode, and I think there's three or four out right now, and it's going to be, it's an ongoing season. It's a weekly show. Mm -hmm. The first episode, I was like, eh. And then it ended up kind of hooking me, and I'm going to watch the second episode right when we're done with this. Uh, Basically, when you go to work, or at this one company, you get a procedure done where only your work memories are there. Like you cannot, you don't know anything about your life. And then when you go home, you don't know anything about work. Now, again, I'm already like sitting there like, ah, there's like, there's like fucking. That's kind of know, a cool idea. That's, there's I, loopholes I, that, and there's yeah. shit like that. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out how they do it. Cause like, if you take away all of your memories from before you go to work, how would you even know how to like function? But like, whatever, I'm, I'm sure they'll unpack that as, as we go forward. But it seems pretty intriguing. So it's called Severance. And I'm gonna I'm gonna at least give it a go, at least a couple more episodes on. And just a reminder, if you're one of those people who buys into like this whole like grind culture, like cut the shit. Like cut this fucking shit. Like no one get have some fun. Yeah. Like have cut loose, fun. man. Get a hobby. Fuck off. Have some fun. Tired of that shit. Listen to a podcast. Fucking play some video games. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. No, man, you gotta embrace the grind. Fuck you. Like I'm ah, too man. old for that shit. Get Treat out of yourself. Here. Yeah. I've been treating myself way too much lately. I've been eating like a bitch you should see the stuff i'm eating terrible cookies donuts pizzas burgers gross i'm a pig 
an absolute pig. You gotta stop it. I do. No, I know. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) Cause I want to live forever. So I better knock this stuff off because this is not good. What's that line in Parks and Rec is like the scientists believe that the person who is gonna live to be 120 years old has already been born. I believe I am that person. (laughs) Uh let's get this bread. Right, Let's Ryan? get this bread, man. Uh, well, that'll do it. That's it. So next week, can't wait. We're going to talk about The Batman. Uh, tell a friend, tell a dork. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. If you aren't already watching these, you can. Uh, every Monday night, normally on Monday nights, we stream it. Or you can always go back and watch it if you got time to kill. Maybe you're at work and you're like, hey, rather than listen to the podcast, let's take a look at these sexy sons of guns. There's your work-life balance right there, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, what else we got? You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, let's try to work in some more should I have bought this. Please. Maybe not next week just because that's going to be so BD on the Batman that we may not be able to, to get to that. But yeah, line up a few more of those. And uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. And uh, leave a review if you'd like to on our Apple podcast. Right, you don't give a shit, do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit, do you? Not really.